0: Welcome to The Connection, a podcast to connect you to the parish of Yates. My name's Howell. And I'm Justin. We are your hosts sharing with you the good news of the parish and to enable you to grow outside of the walls of the church building. Right, so we're here with Beverly. Now, we're making this podcast because it's a bit of a sad and happy podcast. Is happy because uh, Beverly's had such a big impact on the parish, and we're going to be thinking about some of the really good things that have been done in her time since you've been here. But it's also a sad podcast because Beverly's going on to be a team rector down at Kingswood. So, Beverly, how do you think the parish has moved forward or moved since you've been here? Then,
1: um, I think it's been about trying to be a bit more outward looking. So um, there were things that had already started when I arrived, but I think three years ago, we were still very much focusing on our churches and doing events and activities in our church and hoping that people would come. Um, And I think over the last three years, we've thought a lot more about what it is to be um, doing church out of the church buildings. So that's both individually thinking about our own mission on our front line and the everyday things that we do that show people the love of Jesus and also thinking about some of our events and activities and how we make those more welcoming and how we actually take some of the events out into the community rather than doing them in the church.
0: And spiritually, have you noticed there's been a, a change spiritually in the church over the is it three and a bit years Years,
1: yeah it'll be well it'll be three years um in a couple of weeks um yeah um i think there's been a a deepening sense of um faith for some people and um a growing in discipleship i think we're getting more confident in talking about our faith and talking about things related to god and church um i think we've seen a few new people join um home groups and things we've seen great things coming out of alpha um and so people coming to faith and wanting to carry on and wanting to grow um off the back of alpha um and um yeah lots and lots of one-to-one opportunities to um just walk walk the christian life with people and to see how their faith has grown and and flourished over the time
0: so can you? Uh, it's a bit hard, really. People ask me these sorts of questions before, but can you think of a few things that really stand out as standout moments? And then you can leave people out there, and they'll feel bad, don't they? So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, whatever you mention, you're going to leave something out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, a couple of them have to be some of the the bigger events we've done, and particularly Nativity Go. Um, that would be one of my highlights because. Over a couple of years, we've had such fun doing that project, as well as impacted so many people. So I can think back to the early meetings we had when we came up with the idea and we thought, can we even do this? Um, The great times I had with Brian trying to draw them and cut them out the first time round. Um, And the challenges of me having no understanding about size or measurements, but we did it. We made 3D figures that were big, bold, colourful, and looked really good. And the fact that we were able to involve the whole church community in painting them. Those painting Saturdays we had when we had people coming from Methodist Church, people coming from St Mary's, people coming from St Nick's, from St Peter's, the whole parish and the community got involved in painting them. And we had a whale of a time. And then just that first time of seeing them all together and out and thinking, wow, that was something we did together. Mm-hmm. And from an idea from a wacky idea to something that actually um, went out, and I love the fact that we had a, fe- we, we had a celebration um, after this year's, and one of the little girls came to me and said, "We love the worksheets they 're fantastic. Keep them up. So just even the little things people mm-hmm. have really enjoyed. And then of course you 've got the other end of by the time we took it into the shop this year." And we went from just being something static to something that we could actually interact with people. And we had 200 odd families come through that shop um, at, um, at that Christmas week. And just the fun on people's faces, the conversations that we had mm-hmm. with people. Um, yeah, it was just all been a fantastic journey. Um, and I love the fact that we as a parish can be proud of something we did and we even got a mention in the diocesan news
0: oh yeah so, i remember that yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah
1: so that's got to be one of them because i think it shows lots of examples of working together being a bit more creative being bold mm. and being about mission about telling our story mm. to the community so it has all of those bits in it um but then there's been like the small things as well like sitting around at coffee time at saint james and building relationships getting to know people, the laughs and the jokes over a period of time, looking at how we can integrate Christingle and baptism Mm. and doing that in a way that brought life to St. James because we not only had a Christingle service, but it was a Christingle service where there were lots of people, lots of children, so we could really engage with the message of Christingle and celebrate that as the church community at St. James'. Um, so that's been um, been fantastic. Um, supper Club. That's been another thing that has been um, just such an amazing journey over two years working with a group of um, of young mums and their children, building skills, learning how to cook together, learning how to eat together, um, and some of those um, those families now joining us at Messy Church and coming to some of the other events and activities we're having at, um, at St James and, and at St Nick's and other things that we're, that we're doing. So, um, yeah, it's been a real opportunity of walking alongside some people and seeing them grow and develop and move on to jobs and all sorts of things. So it's been, um, another real blessing.
0: So you go in now, uh, in a few weeks time in back end of, well, beginning of July, isn't it really? Uh, so, This is a a weird question. How does it feel with moving on? Because three years can feel like a long time, isn't it, really?
1: Um, Yeah, in some ways it feels like it's flown by. Um, So mixed feelings, as you said at the beginning. Um, I'll be really sad to go. I'm going to miss everybody. I've loved the time I've spent here. Um, Everybody's been, from day one, everybody's been really friendly. Um, I've built really good relationships. I, I love being here and it feels it feels really sad to be moving on so soon but we knew that that was part of the deal from the beginning um and so i do look forward to where god's calling me next um it's it's a bit scary it's a big job um but i really have a sense of peace about it i have a sense that god's hand is on it um and that he wants to use me to bless the people in the community of kingswood and hanham and um yeah, in whatever way he wants me to serve him there, that's where that's where I've got to go next.
0: So going right back to the beginning now, in a sense, is uh, the last week's podcast was about Gail being uh, ordained in her sense of call. Do you want to say something about how God's call has been on, on your life and, and how that story's unfolded over however many years it was?
1: Yeah. Well... It goes back to July 2009, because prior to that, I had absolutely no sense that God was calling me to ordination. Um, I was a lay minister, and I was um, I was in church, setting up for a service. And um, probably one of the very few times in my life, I actually heard God physically speak, and he said, I'm going to send you out from this place. And that was the start of um a few weeks of craziness because it didn't matter where i went or who i went to speak to people seemed to be wanting to know have you ever thought about being a vicar when are you going to be a vicar and i think where are all these people coming from but um yeah god needed to be um that specific about it otherwise he probably would have never um got through to me um so that's when it started and um and it's been a it's been an interesting journey there's been days when i've doubted quite a lot and days when i've really felt um absolutely sure that this is what i'm meant to be doing um when i found were told i was coming to Yates, um that was a that was a big transition um i'm used to uh yeah so um i wasn't sure um but actually the move to yate has been fantastic um and from day one I really felt that um, that this is where I was meant to be and I felt loved and cared for, um, which was, um, which was really important to me.
0: Yeah. I know you're saying about God is his voice like that. I I know when I was considering moving down here and, and, and taking the job and whether I should do it or not. And, uh, I always remember it was almost as if um, God got a big banner out that said, how many times do I have <laughs> to tell you this is where you should go, now shut up and get on with it. But that was, that was it. I didn't hear a physical voice saying that. It was very bossy, the God, I know, so yeah. in that sense. Um, but yeah, you do sometimes. Um, sometimes vicars and curates and priests uh, just need to be told.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I think um
0: because I, we don't listen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think I, you know, I'm be like that. I remember when I initially felt called to be a lay minister, um it actually took 2 years for me to finally um sign up to the process and the first time round I went along to the course um twice and by the end of the second week somebody said something that upset me and I left going, "See God, I told you that you didn't mean me." <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I gave up, but unfortunately two years later he called me back again um, and I did eventually give in and go with it. But uh, And it was all about, I'm going to be totally honest with you, it was all about me thinking, I'm not a good enough Christian. Yeah. How can you possibly be calling me and how can I possibly stand up the front when, God, you know how rubbish I am at this stuff?
0: Yeah. That's, and it was just yeah. that
1: sense of you can't possibly be calling me because I'm just not good enough. And I think it's coming to realise that God calls all of us to serve in some way and whatever he calls us to do, he equips us for. He doesn't call us because we're good at it. He calls us because he wants to use us and he will equip us to do that.
0: Yeah, and it's to do with... um, I remember when I I went to see the archdeacon, I didn't really know what an archdeacon was when I was told to go and see this person. Um, I think it was the second meeting I went to for ordination interviews... And I was there for like two and a half hours, and uh, he just—he was such a clever bloke, it just annoyed me, because I just thought, well God, you're asking me to do this theology stuff, and I can't do all that, because I'm a scientist, and scientists don't think about stupid stuff like this. And I drove home from um, Bury St Edmunds to Cambridge in about 15 minutes, mm-hmm. which is pretty quick, because I was so cross, um, and I swore I'd never go back, but um i went back about a month later <laughs> so i give in <laughs> yeah. but i think yeah there was always that sense that um uh people like me god doesn't call people yeah, like absolutely. me uh because i'm not clever enough uh i'm not good enough i don't even i kept on saying i don't even have a gcse in re how on earth am i going to do that yeah. um all sorts of things um mm. i can't do it because you know all these all of it is that same thing. God doesn't call people like me. But I think Moses said something similar as well, didn't he? And yeah. Isaiah <laughs> and Jeremiah and everybody else. Okay. So thanks a lot for talking to us, Beverly. And uh, we wish you well. And don't forget your um, leaving tea or leaving do is on the 8th of July, oh, isn't it? Yeah. After the service at St Mary's. Maybe. yeah. So we're having a lunch on the 8th of July. Uh, for, to say goodbye to Beverly, we hope you've enjoyed this week's show there's more content to follow and you can find out more by going to yateparish.org.uk as a podcast you can also find us on iTunes and within Soundcloud and as every week goes by more podcast platforms will pick up The Connection so you can be the first to listen to the new edition of The Connection. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to hearing from you in the near future. The way to communicate with us can easily be found on our website, yateparish.org.uk. God bless.